Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast, your favorite sports podcast out there, the best. Thank you for tuning into this episode. Before we get into it, we want to give a quick shout out to our social media platforms. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at Loyal2RoyalPod. Make sure you're checking our bio for a tournament bracket challenge that you can join. We're going to talk about that a little bit later. We're also going to talk about the tournament as a whole. We got some housekeeping talk, some college football talk because some interesting stuff is happening in the BYU world, some other things that are going to be a lot of fun. Before we get into it, we just want to say thank you guys for listening. We love you guys. Make sure to share and to download. Now, let's get to it. Let's boo! Go Tigers! But that field judge on the far side is in their pocket, man. Don't forget that strike! Let's back this ruler. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> Let's go wild Let's now, go, baby. Let's go. Let's go. the ball! We're at a waterfall, dude. Oh, oh, oh. He put his butt not here. <laughs> go, 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 go. Alrighty, listeners, welcome into another episode of the only podcast. Um, first and foremost, I would like each and every one of you out there listening in the metaverse to a get your weed whacker. Okay, that's important. It's an essential. B get some whitewash. For your fence. Okay. Not for history. <laughs> <laughs> C. We're getting base here on the Royal Shining True Podcast. C. Get some whiteboard cleaner because it's time for housekeeping. Alrighty. <laughs> Let's get to it. Um, first and foremost, it is bracket time, baby. Heck yeah. Let's go. It's the most wonderful time of the year. Rockets for busting televisions for screaming and vasectomies to oh. the <laughs> What is this? Have you heard of this? No. <laughs> Apparently, guys are going to get vasectomies, or is it history? Which one do the guys get? Vasectomies? Yeah. And then because you can't like walk or move after it, and so they'll get it right as March Madness is starting, so oh. they just sit around on the couch with a bag of cold peas on their nuts and then watch <laughs> basketball all weekend. That's a genius. What is the intro to this podcast? <laughs> Some housekeeping that was. Um, yeah, we're doing a bracket group on the ESPN Tournament Challenge app. Hell yeah. Um, everyone sign up. We'll post on our stories. Yep, you'll find the so link make sure on you get our the Instagram link. story. Yes, and we'll put it in the bio as well. Sure, yeah. So I can throw it in the bio right now. Good thinking. Or you can just search it up in the, uh, in the ESPN database at royal, comma, Strong, comma, and sign, yes. comma, true. True. Yep. Simple as yeah. that. <laughs> I think we'd like yeah. to make this kind of interactive, keep you all updated on you know, the group, maybe give some shout-outs to whoever's doing well. Yeah. Whoever's got doing not so well. So far, right? Yeah. Yeah. Just started today. Keep and signing up. We might have a cash prize for the winner, mm-hmm. depending on if it's one of us. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But uh, yeah, it'll be fun. It'll be fun. Come on and join. All right. First of all, let's talk a little bit about some women's basketball. Their selection show was on Sunday as well, though we didn't get to see them on it. More on that later. (laughs) BYU drew a six seed. 
What? Obviously not what we wanted. I was hoping that we would still get at least a five, but right? you know, a six seed isn't the worst case scenario. But we have a pretty tough <sighs> draw. We really do. Uh, BYU gets Villanova in the first round. Should be an easy win, right? But then we get Michigan. Michigan is decent, but they're kind of like Gonzaga. Like we should beat Michigan. We really should. Yeah. But then we get Baylor as very our two seed and Louisville as the one seed. So Louisville. very, very, very rough draw for BYU. I, how how far do you guys think we can really go realistically? Sweet sixteen, maybe Elite Eight. Elite Eight, I'm calling it. Okay. BYU women's mm. to the Elite Eight. Okay, Dan. Um, I'm gonna say Sweet Sixteen. Okay. okay. Right here. Okay, I'm with you. I just Baylor. And I, I'm probably just thinking of Brittany Griner again, but like Baylor's got like the devil, these big, big girls, big women that just, just dominate on the basketball court, and BYU oh, yeah. doesn't have that. Well, right? I'll tell you what, Tegan Graham's gonna hit 10 threes, so it doesn't even matter. All right, I like it. There you Blue go. goggles on. Absolutely. Blue goggles. So when they announce the bracket, when each team gets announced, they usually like have a reaction video of them. Everyone goes crazy. They're all excited because, you know, it's it's, it's the big dance. It's the big dance. It's, it's exciting. Heck yeah, it is. What about BYU this year? I think we saw a blank screen for them. We really <laughs> did, and it was awkward. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know what exactly happened. Because they were together. Yes. They posted on their Instagram story. They were in the Marriott Center watching the show all together. And they got hyped, too. When the, they saw their name, they were jumping up and screaming. Absolutely, but ESPN didn't put it on there because BYU never sent in a video. And Jared, I'll let you explain this because I know you have a little inside information with Jeff Judkins. But oof, yes, what, what ended up happening? So Jeff Judkins is super pissed about this. The direct, this is hearsay, of course, but I do not do. I one hundred percent agree with this. I would not put it past BYU. Heresy, also known as yes, yes, or uh, what's the other word? Heresy and like skedaddle. Yeah. Yes, skedaddle. <laughs> but uh, apparently the director of basketball operations got an email from ESPN because ESPN, as soon as they found out what teams were going to be in, they wanted to get everybody, right? And they ended up having like 63 of the 68 teams announced. Mm-hmm. And BYU was one of them that didn't, even though Texas was on a freaking airplane and still got on the selection show. Middle of a plane. Middle of a plane ride. But the director of basketball operations for BYU just saw it in his inbox and didn't do anything because it's Sunday. We can't do anything sports-related on Sunday. We can't have the nation seeing that BYU, God's good Christian university, is meeting up on a Sunday to talk about sports. Which is absolute garbage. Are you kidding me? What is that voice from? (laughs) The worst part about this is last year, literally last year, the men's team got together on Selection Sunday, had a video, and it was on ESPN. Exactly! What the heck? This is absolutely ridiculous. I cannot believe that happened. So, I gotta move on from that before you know, I go into cardiac arrest. <laughs> uh, speaking of men's basketball, they oh. also had Selection Sunday, and their name was not called until the later one in the NIT bracket, in which they got a 2 seed. Yep, that's the elephant in the room. Yep. They were not called in to the big dance. Yeah, it's kind of sad. sad. But, uh. are we surprised? Nope. No. No. <laughs> We're not surprised. We failed the eye test. There was like time. there was like a two percent chance going into the last week of Champ Week, and like after two days, we we're like, nope. Yeah. <laughs> not happening. Things didn't go our way. Unfortunate. Do we care at all about BYU and the NIT? I, we kind of had this discussion last episode, but you guys care now? Have, have your feelings changed? 
I honestly, Dan, do you want to take this? Now that we're here, I mean, I I want them to do well, of course. I'm not emotionally invested in it at all. (laughs) It's kind of like an exhibition tournament for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's fun as a basketball, but yeah, I really do not care. Yeah. I am in the same boat. I... I could care less, and I actually mean that I could care less, not when people say that they couldn't care. They say I could care less, but they actually mean I couldn't care less. I hate that. Pet peeve. But I actually could care less. I could not even care at all. But I will do enough to like maybe check ESPN once or twice during the game. <laughs> I'm tempted. Rock Pass gets you in. Okay. Rock Pass okay. gets you into the game. I'm kind of tempted. It's on Wednesday night. Uh, they play Long Beach State. You can, have, you can watch it on ESPN+. Plus. Huh. Kind of tempted to be there and the whole entire time be watching the first four on my phone. Just yeah. <laughs> sitting down watching Rutgers yeah. Notre Dame. Some yeah. back turn to the court. <laughs> so honestly, I'm kind of tempted. Maybe I will, maybe I won't. But Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's not like a bad thing. At the end of the but, day, it's developmental minutes for Foose, for Atiki, and for yes. maybe Spencer Johnson, Trevin Nell, and it gives Alex Barcelo and Tejan Lucas one last shot at playing basketball. Okay. I actually, that's a good point, right? Yeah. We need Foose and Atiki to get minutes. We need Hunter to get minutes because yeah. he's going to be our point Definitely. guard this year as of what it stands right now. So yep. that's a good point. Good develop- developmental minutes. It's basically <clears throat> just a scrimmage behind closed doors, but not behind closed but doors. Open yep. doors. Yeah. One thing I do want to see is I want to see the coaching staff maybe take advantage of it. Yeah. Like with the development we've been talking about with other schemes or – you know, play calls, I don't know. Maybe I just yeah. want to see implement them, an actual offense? Yeah, I want to see mm-hmm. them make something out of it and not just waste these competitive games. Yeah. Yeah. Seneca and I won't be playing. He officially had surgery. Ooh. So he, mm-hmm. he's out, out. So. How, yeah. What's the prognosis on that? Is he going to be back by next season? Or just like, like any other BYU athletic department mm-hmm. like program, they will not release anything on the injury because that's the way BYU is and they're really weird about it. Of course, of course. Okay. We couldn't be like a big time program and no, say we don't want that. With like literally <laughs> professional level coverage with our own like ESPN, our yeah, own reporters, our own everything. We basically have beat writers. Yeah, in our we, own do, network. we do. <laughs> that's true. It's yeah. insane. Oh, that's the funny. daily universe. All right. Uh, anyway, speaking of, how can I tie this in? Beat. Sports. Yeah, speaking of sports. Speaking of sports. <laughs> uh, after, after 40 days and 40 nights in the wilderness, Tom Brady is coming, hashtag, or quotes, out of retirement to play once again for the Bucks. Out of retirement. How long was he retired? I have no clue. 40 days. Like 40 two days. Weeks. So 40 days. This, this. A fortnight, maybe? I so only have two <laughs> things to say about this. One, he probably went to Target once with Giselle on a Sunday and was like, all right, yeah, back to the field. Done. This isn't for me. Two, shout out to the guy who spent over $500,000 on what was supposedly Tom Brady's last touchdown ball. Yeah. Shout out to you. Feeling pretty guy, good right now, ain't you? Guy needs a refund. <laughs> oh, man. All right. We were talking earlier today in our Sports Nation meeting, and somebody brought up the, the question Whose return is more anticipated after 40 days in the wilderness, Jesus or Tom Brady? Mm. <laughs> you know, I'm going to have to go with Jesus on that I, one. I think I would have to go to Jesus yeah, as well. I mean, looking back, I would say Jesus. Yeah. Jesus has more, like a longer history of, you know, yeah. domination of his field. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're both undefeated against time. But I think Jesus might <laughs> so win that far. One. Yeah. We'll see if <laughs> Tom Brady can keep it up. Exactly. Down the stretch. Alright guys, I gotta get something off my chest. I All promise right. I'm gonna keep this short because I know we don't want to keep housekeeping too long. 
But here's the thing. So we had this intramural game, right? And flag football. Yeah, intramural flag football. And I legitimately, like, had to restrain myself from charging at the ref. <laughs> I'm not even kidding. Because, A, he says, he, like, calls something wrong. And I, I, I literally just walked away and said, oh, man, that's some bull. And he gave me a yellow card and told me I said the S word. <laughs> and he literally said, you said the S word. You said it. You said it. Yellow card. I was like, oh, what are you talking about? Literally, all I said was this bull. I was like, no, I heard you say the S word. <laughs> and then, like, I walked to the sideline, and I'm talking to a supervisor. Like, yo, I didn't even say this. Like, get this man out of his feelings. Like, what, what's going on? He goes, if you keep talking bad about my guy, we're going to have to give you another one. I was like, what Whoa. is going on? <laughs> oh, sheesh. So then the end of the game, right, we're down to on this two-minute drill. Two-minute drill. There we go. So, yeah, like, we're down to 17 seconds left. So we're at, like, our 30-yard line, right? Okay. And I throw a little out route to, to the sideline. A, we get a first down. B, he gets out of bounds. Nice. According to intermittent rules, as I understand them, in the final two minutes of the game, the ball starts in those situations on the snap. The clock? clock yeah, starts sorry, sorry. The clock snaps yeah, yeah, yeah. on the snap. We yeah. asked him, is the clock stopped? He said yes. We're sitting there in our huddle, setting up our play, and we yeah. hear him start from the sideline going, four, three, what? two. What? I said, what? We all got on the line. I snapped the ball. I chucked up a Hail Mary, right. and it got right. intercepted. That's some bull crap. Like That's terrible. In that moment... I had to use every single piece of my being to not charge at that ref and at least oh get in his face. Obviously, I wasn't going to hurt him. I'm not going to hurt the guy, but I almost got you in his face. You wanted to. I, I really almost got in his face. I threw my flags on the ground. I was I was oh, mad about it. That's terrible. you got to get these nasally voiced guys out yeah, of here. Intramural refs are probably the least qualified refs. Ooh, what's worse, intramural or WCC? NFL replacement refs. Ooh. <laughs> Bringing it back. Settled. So you said you got a yellow card, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. What, what sport is this? This is flag football. Flag football. And it's and they it give like, you yellow card. It was literally like a hockey penalty. They made me sit out for two minutes. <laughs> oh, it no was way. ridiculous. They're combining all these other it's, sports. It's, it's just a smorgasbord of penalties. <laughs> it made no sense whatsoever. Wow. Yeah, speaking of bringing things back, though, speaking of- I am bringing back something oh, from yeah. middle school. Everyone, hop on the trend. This is gonna be a royal strong and true trend. Remember when they used to do shoelace belts? I'm bringing it back. Shoelace belts are in full effect. Don't wear those bulky belts anymore. Grab a shoelace, wrap it around your waist, and it holds your pants up nice and good. Shoelace belt. Uh, I need to get myself one of these. Um, yeah, my sweatpants have a drawstring. Is that a shoelace? Technically, yeah. drawstrings count, it's but like, similar. let's say you're wearing jeans. Like, I'm currently mm. wearing jeans. You know, I got the shoelace belt. I see okay. It. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I'm hoping to get some colorful ones. All I got is okay. white right now. Okay. But, uh, yeah, we shall bring you back. out a bit and join you in this quest. Let's do it. Yeah. And Everybody send us a picture on Instagram of your shoelace belt. Yep. Do it. Blindly follow us. <laughs> no matter what we say. All right. So, it's time for our last item of housekeeping, and this is proper football. Oh, proper football. So football. proper. So proper. The Liverpudlians love it. Oh, yes. I just love saying that. <laughs> it's real Salt Lake back at it again. Real? Yep, <laughs> real salt. Real salt lake. They had a, another snow game this time up in New England. England. A nor'easter blew through, I guess. <laughs> um, they were down two nil with the orange ball. Oh, with the orange, orange ball. Orange ball is back, and they scored three times in like the last twenty minutes and won the game. Let's go! It was electric. They're now tied for first in the West. Let's go. Seven points. Two people draw. people yeah. keep sleeping on Real Salt Lake, but sooner or later they will learn. Let's just keep playing with the orange ball. Yeah. I think that's the key, right? Orange ball there is Real Salt Lake. We have six points when playing with an orange ball. 
Can't deny the numbers. Two and zero. All right, now the moment everybody's been waiting for. If you're still listening, shout out to you. We know you're just tuning in for the bracket breakdown. If you made it 14 and a half, 15 minutes in, and we still haven't gotten to it, shout out. Here we go. I want to hear you guys' initial thoughts. Selection Sunday was Sunday. Obviously, it was not Monday. Um, what are your thoughts about the bracket? Let's start over here. Justin, we'll just make our way around. Initial thoughts of mine. First of all, Jerry Palm, the CBS bracketologist, oh, should not have the platform that he does. As a bracketologist myself, of course, uh, I haven't you know compared my results to the actual yet. I am disappointed <laughs> with his results. Out of 211 bracketologists participating in the bracketology project, he finished 194th. Oh my god! That is Jerry. Oh. That's anyway, so bad. Other than that, Jerry. Texas A&M was the biggest snub of all time. Putting Notre Dame in instead of them is a capital sin. Yeah, worthy tough. of capital punishment. This is an insanely competitive bracket, though. I'm happy with it. Gear up for a crazy month. Absolutely. Now, seeing this completed bracket mm. with all the teams that are in the bracket, actually in the bracket, that sent me through a bracket. wave of emotions. <laughs> bracket. That reminded me just how fun this time of year is. Uh, it takes me back to high school, every single year of high school. Yep. Tuning in on their Chromebooks or on my phone, <laughs> no matter what class I was in. You got the, the boss button. The boss yeah, button. The boss button. Pull up a random pull spreadsheet. Up, pull up <laughs> graphs that have nothing to do with the history class yes. you're currently in. Shout out the boss button. <laughs> uh, it's just a time of year that I hope I never outgrow because it's just pure fun. Yeah. And there's nothing wrong with just taking some time to... Enjoy it. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Dan, I couldn't agree more. Just like, there's nothing wrong with enjoying this week. Yeah. Like, I am pounding it, killing myself these next two days to finish all my homework. So this weekend, I can just sit back for four straight days, not move from the couch, and watch basketball all day long. Yeah. I just had a great analogy. Ooh. In Japan, they have this holiday, Shogatsu. It's like the new year. Shogatsu. Shogatsu. And then, actually, that's the wrong holiday. They have Golden Week. (laughs) Golden Week, week, they have like a bunch of holidays on successive days. And you basically just get the whole week off for like five different holidays. That's sick. I think that's what we should do here. Yeah. We need to have a Golden Week for March Madness. Yeah. Yeah. You come to work on like Monday or Tuesday and just like see all your buddies, share brackets, and then you just go home on Wednesday and Mm -hmm. just the rest of the week, you just watch basketball. Yeah. Yeah. That's how it should be. Good idea, Dan. It's not too much to ask, I don't think. I, I like it. It's called, uh, oh, what is it called? We just learned this in my communications class. It's called cultural transcendentalism or something. Oh, my oh, gosh. Where my you goodness. merge cultures. That's Whoa. what we should do. What is steal English, the please? <laughs> Phenomenology. It's definitely not the right thing. But <laughs> anyway, uh, my eyes were on St. Mary's. They got a five seed? <laughs> okay. I mean, it's not bad. I guess they earned it. Maybe. Yeah, I guess we'll see. They had a good win against Gonzaga. Uh, I find it hilarious, though, that BYU has absolutely dominated them the last two years, and the highest we could get was a six seed. Yeah. And then they get a five seed with one good year. It's kind of frustrating to me. Um, As a famous person would say, I don't know who it is, but that's crazy, crazy. I don't know if they'll win their first round matchup because Wyoming and Indiana are both really, really good. But I could see them in the Elite Eight if they do win that game. Oh, my. I really could. Kind of like an Ohio State situation, maybe? Yes, right? If you just plop them in the Sweet 16, they can win. They can beat anyone. Exactly. But they could also lose to anyone. <laughs> exactly. That's the story of the bracket. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next up, underdogs and chokers. 
Yeah, so in this one, we'll each pick an underdog, and whatever the disparity is between you know the underdog and the team they upset, that's how many points you get. We'll be taking points for this round. Okay. Um, yeah. Justin, what do you got? I'm taking New Mexico State. I think Ooh. New Mexico State out of the whack is a really good team. They have some good three-point shooters. They have some really athletic guards. I think they can take it to number five UConn. I'm confident I'll get those seven points. That's pretty good. Seven points, yeah. Do you think you'll get any points past seven? Um, yes. Okay. Yes, because I also have Vermont upsetting Arkansas, so mm, they okay. will meet a 13 That's a big seed. one. I think New Mexico State beats Vermont. As we speak about upsets, though, um, Virginia Tech's going to beat Texas. I, I really like that pick. Virginia Tech. I like that one, too. Yeah, that one was tempting for me. Um... I had all the 10 seeds beating the 7 seeds. Ooh. I don't know if st- statistically that's very smart to do. because I also have that on my bracket. Now. I, don't I, think I have that seed four winning. times, but, you know. Besides that, I don't know if I have any other huge first-round upsets besides the uh, South Dakota State over Providence. Ooh. Yeah. But, yeah. That's, hey, that one is me, too. South Dakota what? State. I think we can all agree we're all very high on South Dakota State right now. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. I think they could honestly win a second round game too, depending on how Iowa comes into it. If they start looking ahead to Kansas. You mean Richmond? Rich oh, excuse me. (laughs) Excuse my French. Presumptuous over here with Iowa. Yeah, South Dakota State. They're a good basketball team. Watch out. Okay. Now let's talk a little bit about our chokers. We're gonna choose a team that we are picking to choke, and whoever (laughs) chokes first wins. Whoever picks the choker first wins. So it happens on the same day, the first one to choke wins. Yep. I am picking Arkansas. Okay. Arkansas, I think, plays the fifth or sixth game of the tournament, if I'm not sh- if I'm, I'm not 100% positive on that. They play in the... They play Thursday night. Thursday night. Thursday night. Okay. I'm so okay. the end of day one. I'm okay with that happening. I think they're going to lose to Vermont. Uh, you know, I think... Yeah. I think they're going to lose to Vermont. I kind of talked about this in the upsets. Hmm. It's going to happen. Okay. I just have that feeling deep in my bones that I can't ignore. All right, all right. I'm going to go with Texas. It's Ooh. a late, it's a late, uh, or it's not late, but it's like Friday afternoon, so it is later in the first round, but I'm, I could almost bet all my money on that Virginia Tech is going to beat Texas, yep. and so I'm going to play it safe, even though it is later in the day, and I just got to hope Arkansas pulls off the upset upset. Mm, the upset upset. Upset yeah. squared. So I had no... Top six teams losing in the first round. Boo. Besides Providence, which Ooh, we already yeah. talked about. Yeah. Okay. Um, besides that, in the second round, I do have Arkansas going out. Okay. I have them losing. Who else do I have? Uh, what, what did I write? It would either be New Mexico State or UConn. Oh, I have Wisconsin losing, but that's kind of the later one. Okay. Okay. Um, what else? Let me just comb through this. UCLA losing... I don't know. Got a few more second round upsets, but okay, that's, that's okay. all for this one. All right. So, what do you guys say we just go through our whole bracket and kind of talk about what we like in the matchups? We'll go fast. Won't spend any more than a minute on any game. Yeah. Okay. Let's let's go. Let's start off with the Zags. I think we can all agree. We're just gonna start top left, go all the way to the bottom, and go top right, go all the way yeah. to the bottom. Zags, Georgia State. Zags by a million. Zags. Zags. Okay. Now, this one gets interesting. Boise State-Memphis. Memphis. Memphis. Boise State-Memphis is an incredible game because Boise State has been a solid team all year with just a few tiny little slip-ups. 
Uh, Memphis really sucked at the beginning of the year. Started nine. Really eight, did. But they've got since gone like ten and one. The team is really banded together. Memphis yeah. is a really good team, but I trust Boise to close it out. Okay, we have a disagreement here. Yeah, I'm actually going to go with Memphis as I'm well. Memphis, oh, I, I, I got the hot hand over the old faithful. Old faithful. Hey, yep. Caleb Lohner. Don't forget. <laughs> <laughs> don't forget the old head on the court. Old head always got moves. That's true. Go That's up true. without bald head. <laughs> Go up Okay. Next we got UConn versus New Mexico State. I'm taking UConn in this one. That's fine. That's fine. You can take UConn all you want on that one. Um, you know, Who you got? I'm taking, I kind of already discussed this, I'm taking New Mexico State. They've got some athletic guards. They have a really good backcourt. They're kind of small, but I don't trust UConn as a team. I think UConn has some flaws, and I think New Mexico State can really put a clinic on. See, that's that's a good point. UConn does have very many flaws. They're very streaky. But I'm going to take UConn over this, over them, and I am going to put UConn in my Sweet 16. We'll get to that later. But I really like UConn's chances this year. Alrighty, next up on the bracket, on the docket bracket, on the bracket, on the bracket. on the, the bracket, we have Arkansas Vermont. This one is a very hot topic these days because I really think a lot of people are talking about Vermont pulling this upset. Yeah, you know, yeah, it, it comes both from Vermont and from Arkansas. Both sides of Vermont has been playing very, very well. Twenty-two wins in their past twenty-three games. That's good. In the America East good. tournament, they <laughs> blew out their opponents. The coach has them playing really well. They have one of the best effective field goal percentage and turnover percentages in the nation. That's a recipe they for success. They do not turn the ball over. So I like Vermont to upset an Arkansas team that's really been struggling the past couple of games. Um, I've got Arkansas on this one. Ooh. I know Vermont is a popular upset pick, and I think that's not undeserved. But I'm going with Arkansas. I think they can bounce back. They'll have... The Jimmys and Joes, if you will, hopping on the must bus to win one game. All right, I like Danny's reasoning because it's a very popular pick, and that makes me think that it's not going to happen. But I'm still going to go with Vermont on this one. Ooh. Kinley convinced me of it early. She said, "I don't know why, but I'm feeling Vermont." Wow, I'm okay. with her. Alrighty, that's as good as anything <laughs> we've got. Next up on the docket, there's another highly debatable game. We got Alabama, who will take on the winner of Rutgers or Notre Dame. First of all, who do you guys have winning, Rutgers or Notre Dame? Rutgers. 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 Yeah. yeah. Rutgers or Alabama? Rutgers. Rutgers. I got Bama. Oh, they're going very chalky. Okay. Teams. Okay. What's what's your reasoning? Because Bama's one of those teams that is like a classic uh, Dave Rose era BYU team, yep. just living yeah. that by the three. Exactly. They're very inconsistent, as mm-hmm. you know. I think this game will be a good game for them. Okay. And on their good games, they can beat almost everyone. I feel they could probably win a tournament. Very high six ceiling. good games. Uh. I think they'll win, kind of like Arkansas, they'll win one game and then not lose the rest. I mean, not, not win. <laughs> Excuse me? Only not lose <laughs> the next game. Okay. I got Rutgers because I think Bama's going to be on an off night, but that's about it. I, okay. I agree. I'm with Rutgers for the same reason. All right. Uh, Tejas Tech and Montana State. I think we can all agree Tejas Tech here. Montana yep. State is really hot, but yeah, I'll, I'm, give me Texas Tech on this one. I'm okay. very high on Texas Tech. How about Sparty and Davidson? This is one that, I let me just share what I'm thinking. Michigan State has absolutely no identity. They <laughs> do not know who they are. Tom Izzo is kind of senile nowadays. Senile, um, yeah. But one of his players left Michigan State to go to Davidson, and I don't think he's going to let Davidson win. 
I just don't think it's going to happen. I think he's going to be scrapping and clawing, maybe physically, but he's not going to let Davidson beat him. Yeah, you know, Michigan State is a good team. Tommy Izzo, you know, it's always January, February, Izzo, April, you know. Of course. <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's death, taxes, and Izzo in the tournament. Right. Three most unavoidable, unavoidable things in human history. Very true, Wes. Uh, Davidson is one of those teams you don't want to face in the tournament. Very, very slow team. One of the slowest in the nation. They don't score a lot, but they have three guards that all average over 11 points and shoot 40% from the three-point line. Very versatile team. Very hard to beat. Give me Davidson in this one. Yeah, I'm taking Davidson as well. Mm. One of my patented 10-7 upsets. Heck yeah. (laughs) I think Michigan State is just really not that good. I mean... Sad for Tom Lizzo, but yeah. Davidson, I'm not, I don't think they're amazing either, but I think they will win this one. Okay. Uh, last but not least in the West, we got Duke and CS Fullerton. I would put Duke on upset alert, but I think they're going to win. They're going to win at least one. Coach K is mad that he lost his final game and then his final ACC tournament game. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, give me Duke in this one. Yeah. yeah, I'm going with Duke as well. Okay. They've got the talent. All right, let's make our way back up and do the Sweet 16. Okay. Duke or, for me, I got Duke Sparty, but I'm taking Duke in this one. They're just better Taking team. Duke again. Wait. I'm also taking Duke to beat Davidson. Okay. Give me Davidson over Duke. Okay. Oh, I think Duke is going to struggle. Coach K has put himself in the spotlight way too much. I don't think that Vanchero is as good as everyone makes him out to be. He's, he's good, borderline great, but not great. So, I th- give but me Davidson. Okay. Okay. AJ Griffin will have a 30-piece. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. Dan, you heard it right. first. <laughs> okay. I, I know. I'm the, I'm the, deviant, the deviant here. Yes. <laughs> All right. Next up, I think we both have... Uh, oh, no. Uh, we got Rutgers and Texas Tech, or in Dan's case, Alabama and Texas Tech. Who do you got? Texas Tech. Texas Tech. You guys got... Yeah, I also got Texas Tech. Texas, Texas Tech. I think Tech they're a great to the team. Sweet 16. They have, okay. They're, like, perfectly built for the tournament, too. They play yeah. really scrappy, good defense. Yeah. That's all you really need to make it to the Elite Eight. Like, and they want yeah. revenge on Chris Beard. Ooh. I have them winning a lot more games. Just oh. saying. Ooh. Stay tuned. I bet you Texas Tech could turn this whole tournament into, like, a revenge on Chris Beard. <laughs> 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 they don't see Texas at all, but they're just so mad at him. Just going with the yes. title. Next up, we have uh, I have UConn in Vermont. I got UConn winning. I like I like UConn, um, but you let's see. Justin has you no. You have Vermont and New, New Mexico, Mexico State. Twelve thirteen. Twelve thirteen meeting up in the round of thirty two. <laughs> New Mexico State, the twelve seed, advancing to the Sweet Sixteen. Okay. Wow. I've got UConn, Arkansas, and I have UConn beating Arkansas into the Sweet Sixteen. Okay. All right. All right. And finally, is there any question? Are the Zags even in for a troublesome game? No, Gonzaga. No, they'll win easily. Okay. All right, let's move on to the east side of the bracket. That's that's as far as we're going, right? The east is in the bottom left. Okay, going down to the east. First up, we got Baylor and Norfolk State. Anyone taking the 16 over the one? (laughs) No, Baylor. (laughs) Baylor. Now we have a very intriguing game after that. Marquette and North Carolina. What are you guys feeling Mm. on that one? See, this one is very intriguing. I'm going with UNC, personally. Okay. Okay. I think they've gotten a lot better throughout the season. Um, they've won more games towards the end. Beat Duke in that, that last game at Duke by a lot. Yes. And, yeah, I think they'll win this one. All right. I I think North Carolina is a better team on paper. 
Uh, in fact, I think they definitely are the better team on paper here. But I just remember that Marquette's coach is Shaka Smart. Mm-hmm. And I just remember his sure. VCU days. Yeah, and when he made fair. the Final Four. So I'm going with Marquette here. Purely off of Shock Smart. Shock Smart effect. Give me Marquette. I don't want to go too much into the analytics. UNC has a great rebounding team, but a very average defense. Mm. Marquette plays at one of the fastest paces in the nation, scores a lot of points, takes a lot of shots, and has a very good defense that draws their opponents, as ESPN says, quote, to a crawl. Ooh. They played 12 ranked opponents this year. They're battle-tested Marquette in this game. I like that. All righty. Next, we have St. Mary's versus the winner of Wyoming and Indiana. Who are you guys taking, Wyoming or Indiana? I'm taking Wyoming. I'm taking Indiana. I'm okay. going with Indiana as well, but that is purely based on the fact that I count myself an Indiana Hoosiers fan now. Okay. Oh, okay. I don't know why, but I've just kind of fallen in love with Hoosier Nation, just kind of the culture sure. surrounding Indiana basketball, how it's like more than just a sport, you know, in Indiana. Okay. So I don't, I don't know. I'm just taking Indiana. I'm getting philosophical here. I guess. <laughs> Give me the pee-pee poo-poos. The, oh, wow. Okay. The brown yellows. Yes. I've got Indiana beating Wyoming just because of their warm-up pants. Ooh, oh, yeah, classic. Stripes. Can't the beat stripes. those. And then I have St. Mary's beating them. I have St. Mary's. St. Mary's. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, UCLA, Akron. Anybody? The MAC teams have won a game in like four of the last five tournaments. Is it happening again this year? Uh, I've got UCLA. Yeah. yeah, no, I'm taking UCLA. To quote the uh, Kent State players uh, in more PG terms, <laughs> Freak Akron. Freak Akron. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that video. Okay, that was actually Man. funny. Uh, <laughs> so St. Mary's UCLA. Yeah. That's kind of intriguing. That is an intriguing matchup. Uh, kind of out of order, but let's talk about that. Let's, let, yeah, I want to talk about this one because St. Mary's is a muck it up type of team. And that is how UCLA beat BYU last year in the tournament. They mucked it up, played super physical, and then banged shots. And that's what St. Mary's can do to beat you. Yeah. yeah. Go ahead. Um, yeah, St. Mary's has proven they can beat really good teams when they went and beat Gonzaga. Oh, yeah. UCLA is also tournament proven, as we saw last year. They went from the first four to the final four. <laughs> that's Don't dumb. see that every day. <laughs> but I do have St. Mary's winning this one. Maybe I'm a little... WCC biased, but yeah, I've got them beating UCLA. Okay. Yeah, I don't remember. Oh no, it's Logan Johnson. Logan Johnson on St. Mary's is the Sater looking dude, the angry Sater. Oh, angry no. Sater. <laughs> My take is that he is either going to get two threes in the beginning of the game or two technicals in the beginning wow. of the game. I could see both. Two threes, St. Mary's wins. Two technicals, St. Mary's loses. I, I like it. I have actually St. Mary's in the Elite Eight. <laughs> what? I'm not going to say anything there, but... Uh, let's move on before I keep going on. Texas and Virginia Tech. Virginia Tech slamming it, sp- selling my mortgage, <laughs> betting it on the game. So before the ACC tournament, no one knew who Virginia Tech was. They've yep. been kind, kind of a quiet year, but they exploded onto the scene, won the whole thing in the ACC, but I have Texas in this one. Interesting. I think their run comes to an end, unfortunately. Let me share a little story time, okay? Okay. So, I want to say this is 2016, perhaps 2017. Anyway, March Madness comes around. Uh, Duke had kind of been having like an off and on year. Go on a run in the ACC tournament. They win the ads. They win the whole ACC tournament. I was okay. very high on them. Chose them to go really far. They lost in the first round. Oh. So, oops. VT kind of looks like the same thing to me, but I just distrust Texas so much 
that I'm taking Virginia Tech. There it is. The yeah. Texas. They're playing Texas. <laughs> exactly. Texas. Chris Beard, the villain of college basketball. Oh, I love it. Uh, Purdue, Yale. Anybody got Yale? I got Purdue. I got Perdont. I got Perdont as well. Um, I think Yale might make it a closer game than you think, though. Yeah, uh, Purdue's just gotten an, an unfair amount of size that Yale will not be able to match up with. <laughs> yeah. Moving on in the 7-10, we got Murray State, San Francisco. Given Dan's 10 seeds, I think we know what his prediction is. You already is. know I'm picking San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> I am also going with San Fran. Uh, Shabazz and Bouye. Yeah. They're going to absolutely torch Murray They're State. Light it up. And yeah. That one big guy, I forget his name. Yeah. Uh, Mike Wazowski. Yeah. yeah, Mike Wazowski. He's a force. John Krasinski. Yeah, I completely agree. I think Bouye and Shabazz are going to have one good game. Yeah. They'll get bounced. But I think they beat Murray State. Okay. And I think we all have Kentucky in the next round, right? Kentucky. Yes, so let's sir. Just, let's just talk about this one. UK, San Fran. UK by 6 million. Okay. Oh, yeah. I have Kentucky as well. San Fran, I think they were a little underseated at mm-hmm. a 10. I think maybe they're better than that. But definitely not as good as Kentucky. No. Yeah. Kentucky has a really high ceiling. Yeah. No, I 100% agree. I, I kind of liken it to San Fran in the WCC tournament. They beat BYU in an evenly, you know, in an even matchup, kind of like they will with Murray State, but then get blown out by Gonzaga. In this case, Kentucky. Yeah. There you go. How about Virginia Tech Purdue, or in Dan's case, Texas Texas Purdue? Purdue. Yeah, I'm not picking Texas twice in a row. <laughs> For sure, I have Purdue winning this one. Same here. Yeah, I think Purdue's gonna win this game. Yep. Uh, and then just back to the very top to wrap things up, Baylor Marquette. I think Baylor is extremely gettable this year, but I don't know if Marquette can do it. I got Baylor. I don't think Marquette can do it. I got Baylor. Yeah, I've got Baylor beating UNC. I think UNC, if they can beat Marquette, they can definitely beat Baylor. But I just don't, like, because we saw them beat Duke, right? Who's a two seed, right? And I think they could definitely beat Baylor. But I just don't know if the emotions will be there. You know, like, I don't know if they'll have that same drive to win as they did in in Cameron Indoor. Yeah, that's true. Alrighty, should we move to the South? Let's Let's do it. South. Alrighty, first one, Zona versus Wright State and Bryant. First of all, give me Bryant. Okay. That's another one I would put my mortgage on. Okay. If I ever own a home in this current market, I don't think I ever will. No. Uh, <laughs> give me Arizona to beat Bryant. I got Arizona as well. Yep, Arizona. Uh, Seton Hall, TCU, this one interests me very much. I've liked TCU yes. and what I've seen, but Seton Hall was really hot before the, before the Big East tournament. Yeah, TCU, they've had a, several good showings, I would say, against good Big 12 teams. Absolutely. And sure. so I have them winning this one. Yeah, Seton Hall's played some good games. I just I'm so torn on this game. I think TCU would be more fun to see than Seton Hall. So. It's a it's a toss up. TCU. Yeah, sure. For me, I'm going to TCU because of their court. Love their court. They have the design cool court. colors. Mm, that's true. One of the few textured courts that actually look. Yes. Good. Yeah. Very true. Looking at you, Oregon. Yeah, your <laughs> Oregon, your court is a disaster. Disgusting. Looks um, like Jared and Dan after they drunk in there. Oh, don't remind me. That was real bad. <laughs> so, Zona and TCU. Is there any chance TCU couldn't beat Arizona? Uh, I don't think so. I think there's a chance, but I don't think it happens. Arizona plays such a beautiful brand of basketball. It's like Gonzaga of old. Like, they're so high They're just good. Yeah. They're really good. And they play as a team. Imagine that. Oh, shit. <clears throat> Pope. 31 and 3. They're a great team. Yeah. <laughs> Moving on, Houston and UAB. Now, this one's really interesting. Another popular 5-12 upset pick. Yeah, I was going to pick UAB at first, to be honest. Uh, 
honestly, I have some recency bias because you know part of my take. One of the podcasts we listen to is really high on UAB and one of its players. <laughs> yeah. But I'm gonna go with Houston. I think they're good. Really experienced squad coming back. I think four of the five starters were on the Final Four team last year. Give me Houston. Yeah, I'm taking Houston as well. Um, I think they are really good. More on that soon. Mmm. Little foreshadowing there. Yeah. Uh, I originally wrote down UAB. And I did that because I don't think Houston is that good of a team. But then I look at it, and I'm like, okay, Houston last year, when they made it to the Final Four, they just beat a bunch of nobodies, right? Yeah, the easiest path ever. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And then I think about Houston and the AAC. They beat a bunch of nobodies. What is UAB? They are a nobody. This is yep. what Houston does best, is beat up on bad teams. They there can't win go. big games, but they can beat up on bad teams. So I'm taking Houston. All right, that's fair. Okay, next up we've got Illinois versus Chattanooga. Ooh, what are you guys taking here? Anyone with the upset? Nah, I'm, uh, I'm going Illinois. Don't sleep on Chattanooga, but yeah, I'm going with Illinois. I'm going with Illinois as well. So between Houston and Illinois, that's an intriguing matchup, I would say. I would agree. I'd slam down Illinois on that one. I don't think Houston has the big men to match up with Kofi Coburn, who silently has been one of the best players in the nation. Wooden award finalist. He is incredible, a matchup disaster. So I'm taking Illinois by at least 15 in that game. Interesting. I'm going to take Illinois as well. Kind of the same reasoning. I think Houston can't win big games, and Illinois has Jimmys and Joes. So taking Illinois. I'm taking Houston. Houston. We have a problem. I think they they have experience coming back from last year. Kofi Cockburn is really good. (laughs) You said hi, didn't it? Um, yeah, but Houston, I think they're just going to beat Illinois and win several more games, I would say. Several? Just like Texas Tech. Oh, Daniel, just give us a little <laughs> preview. Yeah. All right, uh, next up is another intriguing matchup. The, actually, the first game of the tournament will be played on CBS, 10, 15 a.m. on Thursday. 10 a.m. <laughs> well, that's, that's where you get your Cheerios with Mountain Dew. <laughs> start it. Start it early. You mean you Doritos and Mountain Dew. Pour it in a bowl. Doritos and Mountain Dew and eat it with a spoon. Yum. <laughs> um, Gamer fuel. After our recent mix-up of foods, no. <laughs> no more. Um, Michigan, more Colorado State. Colorado State, really good. Highest ranked of the four-team Mountain West this year. Yeah. I'm going with Michigan, and for one reason alone, they are one of the best tournament programs that I know. I don't know how they do it, but every single year they win at least like one or two or three games in the NCAA tournament. Give me Michigan, as much as it ter- pains me to say it. This was probably the hardest one for me to choose, I think. Michigan, an 11 seed, as a BYU fan, I might not think they should even be in. Yeah. But, I mean, they are good, and they can beat good teams. Yeah. Colorado State had a really good start to the year. I think, weren't they like... How many wins did they get before last? They were the last undefeated team. Yeah, they had a really good start. They're a good team as well. I'm picking Colorado State in this one, but it's kind of like a plug my nose and make the pick situation because I could easily see Michigan upsetting them. Plug your nose, that sounds like something we've done recently. It Uh is. (laughs) I'm going with Michigan just because I think Jawan Howard is going to intimidate the heck out of the coach of Mm. Colorado State. So... Jawan Howard's probably just going to stare at him and like make a fist, and Colorado State's going to keel over. 
Wouldn't it be awesome if it's like a two-point game with two minutes left in the first game of March Madness and Juwan Howard is like being held back by three of his assistants? <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> that just started off right. Um, next one, we got Longwood. <laughs> Playing Tennessee. <laughs> Playing Tennessee. I yeah, say I got Tennessee. Who do you guys got? Tennessee. 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 All right, Tennessee and... I have Michigan over Tennessee, actually. Oh, my, oh my I think word. I'm, I just I can't what? go against Michigan. They can't burn me again. I got okay. Tennessee over Michigan, and I think Tennessee is going to make an even deeper run than that. Oh, yeah. Wink, I got wink. Tennessee winning, uh, beating Colorado State and winning a couple more games, even. Daniel! I got, ten- I got Tennessee in the Elite Eight. Okay. Okay. We... I need to. Okay, on my next one is the one we've all been waiting for here on this podcast. God bless America. It's just a college in Ohio, maybe you could call it, <laughs> or the Ohio State <laughs> University, as a seven seed taking on the ten seed, Mrs. Jeans, Loyola Chicago. I would take my mortgage, take out a loan, sell everything that I had, and put all of my money. Not even on the Loyola to win, but just on Ohio State to not cover the alternate spread. I think, sorry, for, for people, that don't, for people that, don't, that don't know what that means, Ohio State's going to choke. They're going to lose the Loyola Chicago. I have that as well. It's a 10-7. You already know. I'm picking Loyola Chicago, Ohio State. I'm not going to throw out the F word, you know. Yeah. Fraud. fraud. I am fraud. Well, because you fraud. have to be, fraudulent. people have to think you're good in order for you to be fraudulent. That's true. <laughs> No one even bothers thinking Ohio State's good. <laughs> Loyola Chicago is also a really good March team. Seems like. Oh, yeah. Their title oh, yeah. Shot. Sister Jean's blessing. I've got them winning this game. Will Sister Jean be at the game? Uh, definitely. Can she move? <laughs> Can she travel? Here's a real question. Is it really the same Sister Jean? Mm-hmm. Where they just have like the oldest monk? Or what That's are they called? The, the oldest nun. nun. The oldest monk? nun. <laughs> The oldest nun in the monastery. You can't really they tell them break. apart, right? When you get that old. When they put a mask on them, lady. Too, so yeah. like, <laughs> that could be a 15-year-old under there. Yeah, it could be a paid actor. <laughs> I will say, for all the betting talk I've had, I'm grateful that I'm a member of the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints and that I do not bet because I would be very poor. <laughs> Speaking of that, be down bad. McKinley has told me to bet money on games instead of doing raising mistakes because she hates putting up with all my stupid things. <laughs> She'd rather been. be in the poorhouse. <laughs> seeing Jared do dumb stuff. Okay, anyway, so my pick on this game. Uh, first off, we have to talk about the religious aspect. Okay. Ohio State is widely known as one of the least religious schools. Okay? Oh, my yes. Secular. Very much, very secular. Okay. 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 However, um, that has not cost them. Uh, men's volleyball, they played BYU three times in the national championship in a row, and they won every single time. Yeah. Swept them, actually, yeah. every single time. I I'm not, if I'm not mistaken. That's a strong message. Loyola Chicago definitely has their version of God on their side. Mm-hmm. Yes. Ohio do. State, their version of God is just whoever's the football coach. So they have him on their side Ryan as well. Day. Okay. So Now that days are longer, too, with the, oh, yeah. with the one He out. comes in, just Daylight replaces savings. Chris Holton. Anyway. I'm going with Ohio State for this reason only. I know I should hedge my bets, and I know that Ohio State is the most fraudulent, I guess not fraudulent, but like uh, sadistic team out there. They just like, they like to gouge, they like to gouge their fans' eyes out. 
with sporks with the buffalo sporks. wild wings Ooh. what's that diablo inferno the carolina blazing reaper, reaper, reaper sauce. sauce so ohio state finally gonna be healthy they lost to penn state in the first round of the big 10 tournament Wait, so that which round was that again? the second round technically not like not the it was the first game not the semifinals. No. <laughs> the first game they no. weren't even in the quarterfinals no because because Sad. they're injured Kyle Young was out. Branham was out. We, EJ Liddell's been off and on. Likely excuse. So, they wrestle. They, he's still loading. He's not there. <laughs> still loading. Uh, <laughs> nice. They, they lost on purpose so that they would be rested and healthy for this game. Oh. I'm going with Ohio State. Give me the Buckeyes. I have one long-winded. One hole in your argument. Okay. Oh. You say they're secular, but... They're also resting, taking a Sabbath, if you will. Oh! I see right through that. They're losing to Loyola Chicago. Yeah, but he got me. <laughs> All right, Villanova, Delaware. Anybody got Delaware? No. Nova. Give me Nova. Nova. All right, Nova, Ohio State. I have Loyola Chicago. Oh, yeah. Nova, Sorry. and I have Nova winning the game. I think Nova's a legit team this year. Yeah, I also have Nova advancing into the Sweet 16. Okay, I'm going to have Nova, but let me tell you guys a story. Mm. On the aspect of religion. Story. Okay. I have had multiple dreams in the past several weeks of Ohio State playing Villanova. And I oh. see the bottom line, and it says Ohio State and Villanova in scarlet, and they're like powderish blue. Okay. And so I know this game is going to happen, or maybe not. But <laughs> it gives me hope that Ohio State can hang in this game. But I'm taking Villanova. Because right. I know Ohio State isn't actually okay. going to beat Little Chicago, so I'm going to take Villanova. All right, all right. You guys got Tennessee or Michigan? I've got Tennessee. Mitch. Meech. Meech? Meech. Yeah. Meech? I got Meech. I would love to see Michigan, Ohio State, and the Elite Eight. No. And the Sweet 16, but it's not going to happen. But that Michigan, Nova, that's a good game. Give me Tennessee. Okay. Um, one more region. It's the Midwest, mm-hmm. which is in the bottom right of the bracket. Can I say something about this region, by the way? Yes. Is it just me, or is this like the weakest side of the bracket? It absolutely is. Right? Like, I feel like the East and the South are stacked, and then you have the Midwest, and it's like, I don't know. I With feel the like the exception really of Kansas. Spoiler yes. Spoiler Yeah. Yeah. For me. Of course. So Kansas is in that region. So you're going to have them over Texas A&M Corpus Christi? Over Texas Southern. Oh, actually. oh, you got Texas Southern. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure here. that's the team that Shaq's son is on. Okay. Um, pretty sure. Shakaroni appearance, maybe? Shaqaroni. Cash. Yeah, I, I got Big Kansas Aristotle. Okay. The big Aristotle. What? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I was The big Aristotle. So funny. The big Socrates. Oh, yeah, I got Kansas winning that game as well. Yep. Okay. Next one San Diego State Creighton. Intrigue alert. Intrigue alert. Intrigue alert. Um, Creighton beat BYU, as yes. many of you Handily. may fondly remember. Handily. BYU beat San Diego State. Mm-hmm. Transitive property. That's mm-hmm. what I'm going with. I got Creighton because of that. I've got San Diego State because I think BYU is not good. So the uh, transitive property is uh, ooh, not a good point. It's good more point. of a negative transitive. Oh, oh so San Diego State. A equals negative B. Exactly. I like that. I've got Creighton winning this one just because I think San Diego State is a perennial conference choker. Or ooh, like NCAA yeah. tournament choker. Okay. That's that'll be a game to watch out for for sure. Yeah. Should be should be a good one. So I have Kansas winning this next game over Creighton. Me too. Me too. Okay. So okay. doesn't really matter. Kansas is legit. Moving on. Iowa Richmond. 
Mm, Can I just spiders. say I love Richmond's mascot? The spiders. Their so <laughs> mascot is insane. They're just a red and blue spider. It's <laughs> like a furry gray mascot with four extra arms sticking out of the side <laughs> of the back. It's, it's awesome. It's funny. It's the best mascot ever. Does anyone have Richmond winning? Nope. I wanted to at first, but I don't think they're a legit team. I think they kind of lucked into the A10 championship. Yeah. Yeah, they're playing Iowa, who just won the Big Ten. Right. Yeah, give me Iowa. They're usually, warm right now. Yeah, I'd say lukewarm. Warm. I usually fade the Big Ten tournament champion, mm. but Iowa was hot before the Big Ten tournament. Yeah. yeah so I I kind of give them a pass for that. This next game, I think we all might be in agreement on. Uh, Divine Providence and the Jackrabbits of San... No, South Dakota State. South Dakota. So Dak. So give this, me South Dakota State. This is the upset pick of the year, I think. Yeah. I got South Dakota State as well. Me too. I'll agree. Cool. Okay. I'll go in on the Jackrabbits. Iowa and South Dakota State, what we got? I've got Iowa. Okay. I've got Iowa too. See, I I want to put Iowa, but my advanced metrics that I just made up. Jared's advanced oh. metrics. Yes. Not normal metrics. Which advanced. by the which by the way have Colorado State in the Elite Eight. Oh my word. Um they have South Dakota State beating Iowa. Oh my! Mm. Yes, in like seventy-five of the ten thousand or seventy-five percent of the ten thousand simulations, oh, South yeah. Dakota State won. Wow, that's so, advanced. I kind of want to put South Dakota State, but I'm gonna put Iowa. Okay. Okay. Just watch Next out for that. Up on the docket. Speaking of Iowa, we got Iowa State who's taking on LSU. What do you guys got? I hate Iowa State. I will never choose them to win a game. LSU. Fair enough. I've got LSU as well. I got Iowa State just because LSU is one of the youngest teams in the tournament and just got their coach fired. So, Ooh, interim good coach, give me Iowa State. See, I'm going with the old Ed Orgeron was the interim coach of the year of the century. Yeah. And he helped LSU become a powerhouse. I'm just going with Go Tigers. They should have Ed Orgeron coach the basketball team. That would be hilarious. Honestly, not a bad idea. Him on the bench yelling at the rest. All you'd hear is... <laughs> He'd probably get so many texts for running out in the court. <laughs> Gumbo. <laughs> All right. Uh, Sconson and Colgate. I got the Badgers over the toothpaste here. I've got Wisco. Yeah. I hit Colgate. I chose them to go to the Sweet 16 last year. And That's true. The first game. Didn't uh, upset Arkansas. So You were me. so high on Colgate last yeah, year. Really that was, was. Sad. Yeah. That was sad. Give me Wisco. All right, uh, Wisco and the t- the badges and Tigers. Mm. I got the Cyclones and Wisco. Wisco yeah, winning true. the game. I've got LSU beating Wisconsin. Oh, oh. yeah, that's something my advanced metrics also have. Yeah, so you're on the right advanced, track. I don't know if that's the right track. Or not. <laughs> it's the wrong track. But that's what I have. Unfortunately, I think Wisconsin not that good. All right. Okay. I got Bucky, um, just because they're better than LSU. I think it'll be a close game, but I just think Wisconsin is better. <laughs> They're just better. All right. Next All right. up, we got another fun one. Miami taking on USC. What you guys got? This is another Miami, hard one. Miami, Florida, guys. Remember, yes. not Miami, Ohio. Miami. Oh, dang it. got to change my pick. The U. Um, yeah, it's a 10-7, so I'm going with Miami. You already know. Yep. I'm also going Miami. I do not trust USC at all. Mobley, I played against you in high school, and I stole a ball from you and got a fast break buzzer beater at the end of the first half. So therefore, <laughs> you're trash. First USC's losing. Miami wins. We all got Miami. All right. And uh, Auburn versus the frauds, Jacksonville State. Jacksonville State shouldn't be in the tournament. Yep. They should be disqualified. 
Yeah, Auburn. let's Auburn, Auburn. Auburn on default by a million. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, and then this one is interesting. Miami or yeah, we also have Miami, right? Yeah, yeah. Miami, Miami or Auburn. Miami, Auburn. Auburn. Yeah. You know, mm. Auburn's been one of the best teams in the nation until they haven't. Ooh, just recently. True. Good I think I'm not. I'm not exactly sure on the exact number. They're the number. Um, sorry, the number two seed. Having only played three ranked opponents the entire year. That's preposterous. The entire year. Wow. And Tennessee didn't get the two seed over Auburn. Nope. I kind of want Miami in this game. I'm going to take Miami. I'm taking Miami too. I've got Auburn, unfortunately. I think Auburn has a crazy high ceiling when they play well. That's true. They that run teams true. out of the building. They're big. They're athletic. They fadoodled Kentucky when they Miami kind of had a quietly good season. I mm-hmm. think they were third in the ACC or something. Yeah, no, they, yeah, they played well. They played well, but I think their luck comes to an end in that second round. You know what they say: the luck of the convicts. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> you guys have seen replace- the replacements, right? <laughs> or sorry, the longest yard. Yeah, a long time ago. I, I saw that Evan Reed's house once. Him. Evan Reed? His mom. He sharpened his elbows. His pointy file. elbows when he boxed out. What? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's all the first round and second round games. Uh, I'm going to tease my final four real quick. Go for it. I got the Zags, Kentucky. And this is subject to change. Okay. I, because if Indiana or if Wyoming wins the first four game. Final Four is completely changed. Yep, Wyoming's at the Final Four. Right, exactly. So Zags, Kentucky, with Kentucky winning. Okay. Mm. Zona over Can no Kansas over Zona. Okay. And then Kansas over Kentucky. Okay. So For it's the- UK versus KU. Yep. That's really For actually sure. just why I did it. <laughs> Dan, who do you got? I have Texas Tech coming out of the West. Oh, okay. Being okay. Gonzaga. Oh. I've got Kentucky coming out of the East being okay. Baylor. Okay. We've got Kansas beating Auburn in the Midwest, and Houston coming out of the South as a five you. seed. There's the shakeup. Yes, the five seed to the Final Four. <laughs> then I have Texas Tech going to the championship beating Kentucky, Houston beating <laughs> Kansas in the Final Four, and Houston beating Dude, Texas Tech first for the national championship. The five seed Houston before they go to the Big Twelve. Let's go. Okay, I got uh, Gonzaga and Kentucky in the final four. I think uh, Kentucky's going to win that one. On the other side, I got Kansas and Illinois. Ooh, I think Kansas beats Illinois, and Kansas goes on to win the national championship versus Kentucky. Ooh, we got another UKKU. Yeah. So which player on Illinois do you think will be the best for him? Uh, Probably... Honor code violation, honor code violation. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> coffee copper. Who could that be? Kofi Coburn. What a name. <laughs> All right, that's our picks. Well, there you have it. Uh, we'll be back next week, and we'll do our Elite Eight and Final Four. Yes, we will. Before we move on to football talk, because we got a lot of it to cover, let's talk a little bit about a Raising the Stakes recap. Mm. It was bad. I'll just say that. That's it. Yeah, Jared and Dan both lost their best. What was it again? I bet that BYU would win two games in the WCC tournament. And I bet that Ohio State. That's it. That's, That's all you need to know. <laughs> never, never bet Ohio State basketball. Never. They lost, so what did you guys have to do? <sighs> Dan picked up a 4x4, four four and we put it in a blender with some barbecue sauce and milk. 
<laughs> yep. <laughs> Not lying. It was horrible. And then we attempted to drink it. You the video is going to go up on our Instagram soon. Make sure you check it out. It's a fun one. These poor guys suffered a lot. It was a grand finale to yeah. Raising Stakes. Yeah. It made it about halfway down my throat. My body said, nope. <laughs> the smell was really bad. And the second it touched my lips, I started gagging uncontrollably. <laughs> it was so bad, honestly. I started gagging when I sniffed it, like, after, like, it was done blending. Oh, oh. man. My wife's going to kill me. We used my blender. <laughs> You've got to, like, take that to the sand dunes and just set it out there for ten years. Yeah. Just yeah. bury it. I might just, like, set just it and, like, it. bury it with some plutonium or something in a yeah. nuclear waste facility. Just nuke it? Yeah. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Should just run it over with your top. car. Yeah. You dropped it. Run it over. <laughs> okay, yeah. Let's do a little bit of football talk. I got some recruiting news that I want to address really mm. quick. Let's hear it. Um, Some really, really good... Um, uh, recruiting news. I actually did a, some you know research on this Roman Rashada guy. BYU lands three-star DB recruit out of JUCO. Uh, his name is Roman Rashada. He Yo, visited man. one week ago, one week after his visit, committed just like that. I like it. Nice. So he actually had offers before the signing period. He is a class of 22 guy. Oh. Uh, he had offers to a, a D2 school, to Colorado State, and to Washington. Uh, decided to take official visits to other schools, ended up at BYU. Nice. So he's 6'2", cool. 198, kind of a good size for a DB. Went to Diablo yeah, Valley Junior tall. College in Pleasant Hill, California. That's dope. Like that's I said, nice he tall. had offers from Washington, Colorado State, and interest from Oregon, Boise State, and Tennessee. Before, So he visited us, and immediately after, Miami did everything in their power to get him to take an official visit. Instead, he committed. That's interesting because Miami, Manny Diaz is their new head coach. He's a defensive, supposedly a defensive-minded guy. <laughs> I don't know. Or no, it's Mario not. Cristobal. Mario, that's what I meant. Manny, Mario yeah. Cristobal. Yeah. Mario yeah, Cristobal, exactly. supposedly an elite recruiter. Everyone's excited about that. Right. So I would expect. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That's interesting. Here's the thing, though. The most exciting thing about Roman is the prospects he could bring with him. He's got two brothers. Oh. Okay. Both of them, well, one of them is a freshman right now in JUCO. The other is going into his senior year of high school. Okay. So the freshman in JUCO, his name is uh, Harlan. He oh, is a hybrid outside linebacker, uh, strong safety edge, currently a freshman at Diablo Valley JUCO, wants to come to BYU, took an official visit as well. Interesting. His brother, Jaden, also took an official visit, is a five-star quarterback recruit. Like offense quarterback recruit, five Holy stars. Crap. That's awesome. He has thirty plus FBS offers. Oh my gosh! He came out with his top ten, and t- tell me, tell me guys, would you like this to be your top ten? And this is before BYU offered him. Arizona, yep. Arizona State, Arkansas, Auburn, mm-hmm. Oklahoma, mm-hmm. Oregon, mm-hmm. Oregon State, Penn State, UCLA, and Washington. Mm-hmm. But then his brother decided to take a visit to BYU. So he mm. went with him in March. Mm. His brother committed. And he tweeted out, this five-star quarterback, mm. to his brother, now go be great. We're getting started, I promise. Maybe we'll suit up together soon. Fingers crossed emoji. Ooh. Foreshadowing. That would be amazing. Could we get a five-star quarterback to replace Jarno? Because right now, we'll have this discussion in a little bit. Our backup QB prospects aren't looking great. <laughs> 
Shout out to Cody Epps. Cody Epps is a California. All these guys are California guys. Cody Epps also a California guy from modern day. Uh, they all stayed with Cody Epps, and he's been trying really hard to recruit him. Let's and go. he is now like posting on his Instagram story like, "All right, it's time for you guys to come now, Jaden." Let's and go. Hyman, so let's go. That's awesome. That's dope. I love to see other players get in on it. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like feels like it's under the table, but it kind of isn't. But just do it. I don't I care. Love it. <laughs> I love it. I think, I don't know. I'm kind of impressed with Kalani. Yeah. This yeah. this recruiting cycle. Mm-hmm. He's. I think he's building a good culture. The players are noticing. Yeah. He's getting good guys. That was what Roman said that really drew him in was the culture at BYU, Kalani Satake and the coaches, and also the players, the the mindset that they have. He said coming in, he's ready and he thinks BYU is going to win a Big Twelve championship game. Dude, let's go. Alrighty. Uh. Just talking of Kalani and the other guys he's bringing in, uh, Sports Illustrated rated the top 10 transfers of the offseason, and guess yeah. who landed number three? Kingsley Sumamataya. Sick. <laughs> When's the last time we had the number three transfer in the nation? Probably never. Probably never. He's yeah. a five-star guy. Don't forget that. Five-star o Came from Oregon. Ever heard of it? He's a projected first round draft pick. Don't forget this man is six foot five, three hundred and seventeen pounds. That's a big boy. My word. He's a big boy. That's a big boy. It 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 kind of feels like the offensive line is gonna be really, really good this year. Yeah. I, I hate so. to say that because every time I say that, we get injured. But yeah. it really does look like it's gonna be really good. And we might need that too, because Jaron Hall is looking like the only quarterback that can really sling the ball. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, one more thing about Kalani. Uh, the Athletic rated their top 25 coaches in the nation. Kalani was on the list. Hey. Came in at 21. I'll take it. Not I will bad. Take absolutely that. take that. And you know his how many salary? Programs are <laughs> yeah. For real. That's a, that's a bargain. That's a classic <laughs> BYU bang for your buck, right? <laughs> bang for your buck, Kalani. <laughs> Great. No, that, I, he definitely deserves it, especially after the last couple of years yeah. he's had. We're, we're lucky to have it. It's interesting because at one point weren't we kind of like, People, BYU fans were kind of hot seating Kalani. Dude, we were hot seating Kalani hardcore and yeah. Zach Wilson two before years 2020. Ago, three years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we're good now. Yeah, we're good. We're uh, just married to Hatchie. We don't mind him. He's over there. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, finally, we got some backup quarterback talk because. So at my job, I get footage from uh, BYU Athletics. Ooh, and of course, sorry. it's not like full practice. I'm going to see full practice. But let me tell you, Jaron Hall is the only quarterback I have faith in. That's all I'm going to say. Yeah. Uh, describe that play by that one backup quarterback who the receiver did like a corner route or something. Oh, yeah. So, supposed to. so I, I wasn't going to name names. <laughs> I was just going to say he's a, white, he's a white backup quarterback that wears number 17. Yeah. <laughs> Five-star recruit. Had offers from Alabama. Four-star. Four star. Oh, I from Al. Oh, I forgot about that. He's <laughs> dropping stars daily. Anyway, so this one, he's got. I can't even remember the guy's name, but he's running a streak. Okay, down what they call the blue line, which is in between the numbers and the hash mark. He's running a streak down there. One on one coverage. Kind of has as a guy beat, right? Okay. Jacob Conover loads up, ready to throw in it like over the shoulder. You know, like kind of back shoulder throw away from the guy, you know? Yeah. We've seen Jaron Hall do it. Of course, it's 10 yards short, but he does it. Yeah. <laughs> Jacob Conover does it, the exact opposite of Jaron Hall. He puts it like 15 yards in front of the guy and 10 yards to the <laughs> left. 
Like, doesn't even hit inbounds. Oh, it's so anticlimactic. So I just worry. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's I'm funny. <laughs> Fennigan has received a lot of hype. Um, how's Fennigan looking on that, on the film? Yeah. Like, decent. I don't... Our backups, like, all the backups look the same. Okay. Right? They, they all look the same. Um... They all make dumb decisions and bad throws sometimes, but then there's two or three throws where you're like, okay, he hit a three-yard in route. He hit a banana route. I'm getting pressured, you know? He can do it. Great. He's ready. Yeah, and all the post-practice uh, post, uh, interviews, I almost said post-game interviews, Sataka's been hyping up Soljay uh, Mayavia, I think is his last name. I, I'm not sure how to pronounce his last name, but Soljay. So look out for him. Maybe he'll hop yeah. on the squad. He's got a nice mustache. Okay. Yeah. Got a nice name too. From the DC area. Okay. The DC. DC guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, finally, to wrap it up, let's hit some pop culture uh, stuffs. Zach Wilson uh, attended a Justin Bieber concert and was like front row or something. And his ex girlfriend posted the same concert, but was like nosebleeds. Oh, <laughs> way up in the back. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of a weird flex. I'm gonna say like it's cool that you know Zach Wilson is there. He's thriving, you know, with you know with doesn't have the girlfriend. Is like we have absolutely no clue what happened with that breakup, right? But uh, the fact that he is like front row at a Justin Bieber concert is kind of weird in and of itself. But hmm. you do use Zach. Yeah, and you know, you look at his face, and somebody tells you this man was yeah. at a Justin Bieber concert. I wouldn't blink twice. Yeah, he belongs there. I That's think. Fine. <laughs> yeah, I could, I could Justin Bieber. I mean, he doesn't. He's got some good songs. Does he? He's not the middle school no, I'll do, I'll wispy say, hair guy that he used to be. Justin Bieber's Purpose album was good. Okay, it was good. I might actually have to go listen. Yeah, I, I haven't Maybe. listened to Justin Bieber. It was good. Okay. Um, anyway, some Kent State players got suspended for a locker room oh, video that was yes. explicit language. So yeah. I watched this on mute. I didn't have headphones. Oh, okay. <laughs> so I didn't really get get the idea behind the suspension. Danny's like, what? Could you fill me in? Yeah, I actually watched a video. They had some music going and this guy was freestyling, you know, he's on Instagram Live and whatever, or Snapchat story or whatever. And they start, instead of saying freak, they say the F word, right? But they're, oh my gosh. Freak, uh, green. Freak Akron, uh, like they're getting ready to play Akron, right? Kind of something that like all locker rooms are gonna do. Guarantee it happens it's, in every it locker happens room. Happens in every locker room. This is just they shouldn't have got suspended, in my opinion. Is it disrespectful? Sure, whatever. But you know, it, it's your opponent that you're going up against. You know, they're not saying it to any one specific player. They're just saying it to the program as a whole. Um, here, nah, yeah, honestly, I don't think they should have been suspended. But let this be a reminder: just players, please stop going live or recording anything in the locker room. What happens in the <laughs> locker room stays in the locker room. Ask Doug McDermott. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. Yeah. Um, the new Batman movie came out. Uh, another one. Mm-hmm. Another one. Another yeah. one. Uh, have you guys seen it? Uh, I've seen it. I have yeah. not seen it. Okay. I also saw it. Dan. So, a lot of people are saying They've made like 20 Batman movies throughout history. Yeah. Probably in Why do they keep making new ones? And should we keep seeing them? What do you guys think about this latest one? It's worth seeing. It's okay. worth seeing. Um, just be ready to hear the same song over and over again for two and a half hours. Okay. And for like and like bright daylight outside and like your screen vault, like your screen brightness all the way up too. So you have to like tilt your phone five different ways to actually see what's going on on the screen. Huh. Expect that too. Interesting. Uh, yeah, it was uh, well done. It, okay. I really, really, really enjoyed it. 
up until the end. Uh, it built to a giant climax, and then the guy, instead of climbing atop top of Mount Everest, just like chopped his head off and jumped off the cliff. So if you okay. just kind of like picture that in a movie sense, it's kind of how the ending went. Just yeah. didn't deliver. Um, to answer your question, though, I don't know why we keep making Batman movies. But I'm going to go see him because I think Batman is cool. Batman is yeah. cool. Batman's the only cool DC. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was is cool. I would take any Marvel movie over this new Batman, though. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But it was still good. It was still good. One last question. People are asking on Twitter whether or not Times New Roman font should be canceled. Why? Uh, just oh. because it's old, it's boring, everybody uses it. <laughs> is it time that we stop using Times New Roman and start using other fonts? Like, for example, Font Diner Swanky. What? Font, font what? Diner Swanky. Dinah Swanky. Just go into your font right now. Okay, I'm on there. Search font diner swanky. Font, more fonts. More fonts. Font diner swanky. Font diner, oh baby. Font diner swanky. What do we it's got? It's a beautiful, beautiful font. Font diner swanky? I actually kind of like font diner swanky. Heck yeah, baby. Let me see. Everybody go on. I'm typing in it right now on the document. That's kind of a a snazzy one. Yeah, everybody start using Font Diner Swanky in all your emails, please. Uh, I have a paper due. It's like four, it's supposed to be like six pages long. Type it in Font Diner Swanky. Dude, if I type it in that font, I'll be done in like six minutes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Just say that much. All right, anyway, um, we'll be posting a couple more videos on our Instagram, so constantly be checking up on that. We'll do some March Madness highlights. Um, we also have a cool, uh, game that we're going to do if you guys want to, I haven't run this by you guys yet, but (laughs) something we do in our family, we put all the, all the names of the teams in a hat and then everybody draws out names of the teams. And if you happen to draw out the winner, then the other people buy you a sweatshirt or a shirt of that team. So like, I won a Baylor hoodie last year because I was lucky enough to draw Baylor out of a hat. This time my best team is UConn. So, or in Texas Tech. So, I'm banking on them too. I'll go for it. So, we're going to do that later. If you guys want, that's another way just to enjoy March Madness and kind of enjoy enjoy the madness. Yeah, sure. Okay. Let's do it. Let's enjoy this week. All right. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for joining us for this episode of the Royal Strong and True Podcast. Uh, make sure you hop on to our Instagram and to our Twitter at loyal to royal pod Give us a follow and make sure you join our tournament bracket challenge. The link will be in our bio and on our Instagram story. Make sure to share the episode with your friends, leave a five-star review, and send us any DMs with any questions you got, and we will always answer them. We love you guys. Thank you for listening. We'll see you next time. Goodbye now. Thank you.